Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808 and another little plug on what's happening on our Patreon. This is a little sneak peek into our Doom editions and we bring guests on to talk about a specific Doom song they love. We also, on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Crate 808, we have got a ton, a ton of Wu-Tang content, including a Ghostface Killer series, a Raekwon series, an ODB series, and we've got a Jake Dilla series, as well as Doom and live shows and polls and all that good shit. And you've got some Hidden Gem album reviews from the 90s you've got loads going on there crate808.com for all your needs and patreon.com slash crate808 and help support the show and this is a little clip of what you might be missing today we're doing doom and we're doing a song that you love from mf doom's catalog and specifically his victor vaughn alter ego because we're going to vaudeville villain in 2003 to talk about lactose and lecithin Somewhere's out in cop killer queens Good boating, stop limousines and niggas flee the scene Somebody on his back bleeding, vest all cracked up Freeze, clown officer down, request backup Listen dude, don't get me misconstrued as a sniper It's me born not to be confused with Vila Viper We the Peter Parker, we the Peter Piper You see the type of Peter diaper, blame it on the wiper It's really not your concern why I got the knife sir You should just remain calm, let's not get No, slash his windpipe, he had them type of eyes He might be still alive, how you get this thing to hyperdrive? Oh, give my props to the shooter. It was a very, very difficult choice, actually, with Doom, because basically everything in between, I was going to say Doomsday, but really, in you know, even Black Bastards, the KMD stuff, straight through, like, yeah, probably uh, Danger Doom. It's like, I love all of those records. And I think I think I chose Lactose Less Than just because it's a storytelling track, but it's so unlike your average storytelling track. But at the same time, it's still a drug dealing storytelling track. So it's, it has like those elements that are just really pure hip hop, but he takes it to such a wild far out place. And that's very representative of what doom did really was, it's not like he was trying to say, Oh, I don't like hip hop. He was like, no, I love hip hop. And I want to see how far I can push it while still keeping the vibe. And yeah, I think it, it, you know, among other reasons, that was probably why I landed on this one. Mm. That fair play. No, absolutely. It to me, when I remember when I heard it, it felt very much like a guy who'd heard uh say incarcerated Scarfaces, had heard, you know, Cuban Links, heard Ghostface, Raekwon, Mob Deep, and then Jay-Z, what they'd done with it. But to me, it just sounded felt like someone who's got such an incredible skill set, yeah, that he can tackle different subjects, be it like uh, uh depression or just MC battling, chopping off heads. To then just, I can do drug rap and storytelling too, but I make it so unique and singular that even the best storytellers that we know don't have this wild flavor of what he does on this song. Uh, I don't know if you want to jump into like any of those bits, but what was it that set it apart? What was it that set Doom apart from these other kind of storytelling cuts for you? You know, for me, like if when I go back personally, Mm. Uh, to the era when these records came out. So like, I guess it was, I think it was 03 for Vaudeville Villain. Mm. I was in college and like, given the concept of that album, which is like a younger doom, like he, he's exploring what it was like to be like kind of a teenager and like telling like a side of, I'm sure his upbringing that he didn't really get to explore on KMD. And obviously he's also like, you know, it's not a straight biography. There's a ton of fiction mm. and science fiction for that matter in this track. Mm. But it was really a record that connected with me um, maybe in like a, a little bit more directly, like 
Doom's Doom Zone production is absolutely brilliant and probably like one of the highlights of his career. We're talking about Food and Doomsday. And his stuff with Madlib is, you know, one of the most influential records of, you know, the century, bar none. Mm. This one, I felt it was like just a little bit less appreciated, but that just kind of makes it even more special because it's not a record that I think should have worked. It's a record that only worked because Doom was at the height of his powers. Because if you tell me, oh, it's going to be an underground rapper in 2003 over producers that no one really knows bar and our JD two, And mm. I went on Discogs ahead of this episode and check if they'd done anything else. And mm. they really haven't done that much, mm. um, but it's a brilliant record. The beats are fantastic and it lets him try out new flows. Like that was one of the things that I really liked about doom records at the time that no one was really talking about directly. But if you look at Ghidorah, Ghidorah has a flow mm. that he's like kind of booming and doing pronouncements and, and then you have like the mad villain, the proper version after the demos, he kind of like went to more of a like low key mumbly flow. Mm. And this one, he really put a lot of energy, he put his chest into it because he was playing a younger character. Mm. And I think, I mean, that's obviously been discussed in the years, you know, since those records. But at the time, I don't remember seeing that in any reviews. And it just really struck me. It was, you know, this, this person was completely different but he really loved hip hop. And, I, you know, if you take a look at 2003, 2004, mainstream hip hop was just really, really big at that point, hip hop mm -hmm. and R&B, which I loved, but it wasn't music that was getting necessarily like a lot of respect outside of the community. Like it was huge DJ music, huge club music, huge on TV, but all of like the music review sites and all the internet nerdy sites, which, you know, but at the time I was some rando and that's where I'd find out about music. Mm. I don't think that they really got it. And with Doom, it was like, it's almost like he gave, gave us permission. Like, no, you can be really into hip hop. You don't have to denounce any of this stuff, but you can be as weird as you want. Mm. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons that he connected with so many people was he was just a hundred percent himself mm. and he made other people, you know, just come to him on his terms. Like, you know, there's not too many people that could wear a metal mask in public <laughs> yeah. and like, you know, you go out and have gigs and mm. you know, all of that. And I mean, Sometimes it wasn't even himself, obviously, but yeah, yeah. You know, he, he really made people come to him on his own terms. And that's that's fascinating to me because it's not a lot of people who can do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think there's that, um, you can liken him to other people, Billy Woods now, who does stuff like that, where you think it is your own terms. There's something about that really empowers the music, I feel. And it empowers the artists to just push. And if you're not doing that already, like he's pushing on this album, I would say on this album, because he is playing a different character. He is, if people don't know, he is playing that younger version of a, of a person. But before I dip into what I think is probably one of the best lyrical displays in his career is on this album. That This song alone has some, like, it's a standout lyrical display in, in, a, in a, a myriad of standout, you know, displays. But I think talking to Billy Woods, like, the interesting thing is about the beats on this album as well. I, I dragged out an old uh, old Billy Woods uh, tweet because, you know, there's a, there's a history here. There's a kind of roots go into stuff we're listening to now. And uh, this is what I'm talking about. Back when he was saying here, remember being at NSD in 04 and the prof said, saying Doom hadn't even listened to this album after it dropped uh, because the beat sound Inc sent him was so what he called minimal, but he Doom used a different word. Uh, 
And like, I'm just thinking that as well. I don't think he was happy when uh, he heard the beats for this and everything I've read about it. And I like the production. I love the production on this album. Uh, but obviously there's something with him and the producers and this different just sound to it, if you know what I mean. Pick a crime. He was out in the nick of time to get paid another day and live to kick a sick of rhyme or illa. It's like Millimore liquor time. A town finally where it's probably not best to flaunt. Everyone's your best friend. He steps into the restaurant. My friend. He said you must be psychic. What's the price of 14? It's good. You like it. Huh. Be back at night. 14 G pack was really packed tight. But back at the lab, he found the sleeve stack was right. Not only was it three cracks light, but two white. The test show lactose, ambrosol, lecithin, five types of aspirin, and other kinds of medicines. Next time I bring my men who speak Mexican and let the text spin, make a contact with Mexican. The whole thing is mostly lactose, lecithin, and sometimes the aspirin, ambrosol medicine. Let's go get them, men. And then lactose and lecithin comes, and it's the flow, bro. This flow where he's like, uh, listen, dude, don't get me misconstrued as a sniper. It's V-Vorn. Don't be confused yeah. with Vila Viper or either Peter Parker or either Peter Piper. And then the yeah. last line, which is a seed to type to pee the diaper, blame it on the wiper. <laughs> and I mean, just even, you know, even in there, there's these little details like Peter Piper, like that's also a run DMC comeback. Yeah, and it, but it, it does remind me of um, the cool Keith joint octogynecologist, yes. uh, Dr. Octagon, where they're both sci-fi, but they're both. Uh, and I mean, the, the emceeing is very different where mm. with, you know, with cool Keith, like you get the sense that like he could just say anything quite randomly where with Doom, it's like even if he's if it's not, you know, he's not spending a ton of time, it's still a really considered line. Mm. But it's it's that combination that like taking hip hop. To the future, which, you know, was in the roots of the music, too. You know, I'm thinking to kind of pre-public enemy stuff like Just Ice, where it's like these big booming electro beats, Mm. kind of bringing that vibe back, but updated and incorporating the samples and everything else that you could put in that's been developed since then. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said there about every line is very considered because you have that amazing flow. Like you said, you had the references, but I always laughed. I still laugh my head off at a seed, the type to pee the diaper and blame it on the wiper. Because I was like, this guy is such an inherent villain. He's such an inherent villain from a seed, bro. He's fucking got this humor, this imagery where he's like, even though I pee the diaper, I'm still going to blame the wiper. That kind of, I've never, I've never really, you know, heard someone put these words together like that to give me an image of shit man even from a seed you were such a bad villain but then you talk about um yes the sci-fi but you also talk about multiple characters this is you know we've seen people do it before in other tracks as well but i think there's something uh biggie did it amazing and give me the loop yeah. like that kind of just changing the pov around changing your voice around but in this what i was going through with his multiple characters Biggie, Nas, DMX, all them people do it. And you could say they do it better, but for me, no one chooses narrative devices and twists and turns that Vaughn chooses. So if you go in, what's he say again? It's really not your concern why I got the knife, sir. Knife, sir. Another rapper is not putting this guy, it's a such a polite, threatening Victor Vaughn you're getting you know it's like an incredible use of language just that always stood out to me it's like it's not really instead of saying fuck you pig you know you're not getting my knife it's it's really not <laughs> your concern no, why I, got the knife sir you know and then he follows it up with like slash this wimp kite if he had the, them type of eyes where it's just what just not that I've been in in that in in that situation but you can see it play out 
mm. that way. This idea that you're getting stopped, you know, he's a black male, he's a young black male in the story, the cops come mm. and like, you know, confrontation happens, but he has a time travel thing. So he's getting out of it. Yes. And, you know, it, it's taking a, it, it, it goes back to that idea, taking a real situation and pushing it into sci-fi territory. So there you go. Got to talk about Victor Vaughn, one of the best lyrical displays of rap ever, I would say, is on this album, Vaudeville Villain. Do go check that out. Do go check out My Man Sun Raw and please help support the show by giving us a rating on Spotify or Apple or YouTube or whatever. Dropping some comments, dropping some reviews, that always helps. And patreon.com slash create to actually financially support us and help us do more dope rap chat for you guys. So yes, peace. Peace.